why it feels like the world is falling apart. Good morning, Christian America. The world, it seems, is at its wit's end. We are so divided. There are so many problems in our country, around the world, in our schools, in our society, our suicide rate, and our children, and the list goes on and on. Why does it feel like it's not getting better? How do we change this as a Christian American community? How do we get the country back on track? Here's a few thoughts this Friday. Good morning, Christian America. And good morning, Christian America. Eddie here is always representing the Christian American revitalization effort that consists of the Christian American community, that consists of the Christian American t-shirt company, that consists of the Good Morning Christian America podcast that you're listening to or watching right now, either on Facebook or one of the social media platforms. We come to you to, today to discuss what's going on with the world. Why does it feel, if you're like me, and the people that I know and the people that I talk with and the community that I keep, the company that I keep, you're probably wondering to yourself, what is going on with the world? How do we ever get it back? How do we get it on track? How do we realign ourselves so that we could talk to one another, so that we can, you know, we can be decent to one another? It, it seems like those ideas are, are so far gone that we, we might not um, we might not ever get back there. Before we get into that, I just want to remind you, uh, if you like videos like this, if you support what we're trying to do, if you want to be a part of the Christian American community, you can send a check. Uh, no, you don't send a check because we don't accept donations. We ask for your participation. You can share this video on your social media platform. You can subscribe to the YouTube channel. You can subscribe to the Rumble channel. You could follow us on any of the social media platforms. You can go to ChristianAmericanTees.com. It's getting cold outside. It's this morning. It's an it's a it's quite chilly, at least up here in the in the Northeast. If it's getting chilly where you're at, you can go to ChristianAmericanTees.com. Pick yourself up a nice, warm, fresh Christian American hoodie like the one that you see me wearing right now. That would be great. Um, but that's the only way you can really support the Christian American community uh, as an organization. Of course, you can support the Christian American community by going out and spreading the word of God, spreading goodness, acting in accordance with what scripture gives us. And friends, that one phrase, acting in accordance with what scripture tells us, the example that, that Jesus provides for us, that is the answer to the previous question of how do we get our country back pointed in the right direction friends if if we were building a house and i'm going to use the analogy that jesus provides because what better example to use if we were building a house you wouldn't start with the roof you wouldn't start with the sidewalls you wouldn't start with the bathroom you have to start with the foundation. If you don't have a good foundation, then nothing else matters. If you don't have a good foundation with yourself, it's going to be very hard to be successful in this world because you doubt yourself. You don't have confidence in yourself. You don't have 
uh, the esteem necessary and that's going to show. And when that shows, it will further exacerbate the problem that you already experienced. You being self-conscious is going to make you self-conscious around other people and other people because of your self-consciousness are going to be a little bit more careful around you. They might even avoid you, which going to, which is going to exacerbate your own self-consciousness and it's going to push people away. It's going to be hard to be successful in that, in that climate. So without a good foundation within you, everything else around you is going to be hindered. And you take that one little example of being self-conscious for one person and you multiply that by 350 million in this country and something like 8 billion across the world. And, and then you, then you multiply all the issues that one person could have or that any person can have self-consciousness, arrogance, um, a, a huge ego, anger issues, any, any, uh, disorders that you may have been born with or that have a, have attained over the years. It, the list goes on and on. And even if you aren't plagued by anything, which is probably impossible, who are you but a fallen individual, one of 8 billion or so on this earth? In, in that aspect, nothing really special compared to everyone else. So we can't ground ourselves in ourselves. We have to be grounded by something greater than ourselves. We have to be pledged to something bigger than ourselves. Because if all we do is rely on ourselves, we're going to be disappointed. And we're not going to be just disappointed once. We're going to be disappointed numerous times over and over again. And that's how we have people who fall into depression and despair. That's how we fall in, uh, have people who fall into drugs and alcoholism. That's how we have young people who fall into pornography and promiscuity. That's how we fall into this idea of escapism through uh, overeating or undereating or uh, being lackadaisical and apathetic, watching television all the time, trying to escape mentally as well as physically from the rest of the world because of the problems that we have. If we if we rely on ourselves, if we try to ground ourselves in ourselves, we're gonna be left wanting so much so that we can despair and try to escape. And eventually the realization comes that, that, that it's not possible and this life isn't worth living because there's lacking of meaning and purpose because that meaning and purpose would be have to be founded in something and it's had to be founded in, in yourself, which again is a, it's a feedback loop of, of, of confusion and failure and despair. And I think that without the word of God in us, without God in our lives, without us centering ourselves, building ourselves on the foundation that is God himself, that Jesus himself calls the cornerstone, the cornerstone that the builders rejected. We just talked about this on Wednesday. The cornerstone that builders that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone, the cornerstone of our personal individual lives. If we build our foundation, if we build who we are, our ideas of who we are on who scripture says that he is, now you have something to build on. Now you have 
a dream to go after. Now you have an example set by the Almighty of what it is to be good, objectively good in this world. Something that we can strive after, we won't ever attain, but that doesn't stop us from trying to be as good as we can in all that we can. And good then not becomes what I want. Good then becomes not what makes me feel good. It, being good or doing good is not what gives me momentary pleasure, but something that gives me happiness. Now, happiness is not the same as pleasure. Pleasure is fleeting. Pleasure is momentary. Momentary. Happiness is long-lasting. Happiness is built on a foundation that is greater than ourselves. Happiness goes deep inside of us. It goes deep inside of our psyche. It fills us up. Happiness gives us joy. The joy of the truth, the joy of what life is supposed to be about. Pleasure is like a mirage. It gives us a momentary flash of something that feels good externally. But we're not meant to be external. We're, we're meant to be internal. God lives within us. And so when we build ourselves on ourselves, we fall away. When we build ourselves on Christ, we have the potential for happiness. We have the potential for joy. When we have that happiness, when we have that joy, we can then share it to our brothers. We can share it to our sisters. We can, we can give it to strangers. We can do it in a variety of ways by giving inspiration and some motivation to others so that they too can build themselves up, that they can, that they can have a little bit of joy in their life. We can give it through generosity, through donation of our time and our talents and our treasure. We can be good neighbors. We can love one another without, without being built on Christ. You're going to have to explain to me how you ever love something else. Because you don't know what love is until you know who Christ is. So let me bring it back to the beginning. How do we fix our country? How do we give that love to one another that God tells us, that Jesus specifically says? Top two commandments, love God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And number two, love one another as you love yourself. And another passage, he says, love one another as I have loved you. Love one another as he has loved us. What does that mean? John 3, 16, he loved the world that he gave his only son as a ransom for us, as a ransom for many. Who are the many? 
Well, the many are everyone who accept him. The many are everyone who ground themselves in Christ. The many are the ones who look not to themselves for pleasure, that look not to themselves for purpose and meaning. That's a form of arrogance. That's a form of narcissism. No, the ones who are the many are the ones who look to Jesus as our cornerstone. And if each individual can look internal and start to build their lives as best they can, as best they know, nobody's a, a, a theologian. I mean, very few people have degrees in theology, but friends, the scripture is written, God's word speaks to everyone at all levels of education, at all levels of the academia. No matter where you're at, in all languages, of all income levels, of all nationalities, of all cultures and backgrounds, wherever you are today, this will speak to you. It will educate you, it will inform you, it will inspire you. And if you think about it long enough and you meditate it long enough, he'll start to speak to you. If you start praying to him and speaking back to him, you have a conversation. We can spread this love to one another. We can stop fighting about these things that don't mean anything. The reason it feels like the world is falling apart is because we're no longer, we're, no, we're, we're, we're past the trivial. And the real battle, when all is said and done, it's not going to be these things that we argue about on Facebook or Twitter. It's not going to be what Hollywood says or what this journalists say or what this news outlet does. The real fights are over what this says. The real fights are over the word of God. Make no mistake about it, friends. We are in a spiritual war. We are in a spiritual war. And it's the family of Christ, the family of God versus the evils of the world. Just as the demons that Jesus exercises throughout his ministry, they all know who he is. They all give voice and recognition to Jesus, the Son of Man. What have you come to do to us? They know him. The reason it seems like some people these days are evil, it's because the ideas that they believe indeed are evil. And those ideas are embedded in them, in their minds. And those ideas are permeating throughout them. And they're giving they're giving voice to those evil ideas and then those evil ideas are permeating throughout throughout our society that's how you can wake up one day look around and say what in the world is happening
friends, that's what happens when evil takes over. You can't recognize good when you're full of evil. How do we get back on track? We make Jesus the cornerstone of our foundation. We make him the cornerstone of our lives internally, individually. We make Jesus the foundation of all of our lives collectively, socially, in this community. So that we try as best we can to live out the commands that he gives us so that we can live a more joyous life in happiness in love with one another it starts at the individual it proceeds to the family to have a a spouse that is equally as committed to christ as you are jesus says that the two become one flesh genesis 2 god says the two become one flesh those two who become one flesh, they have children. They raise those children under the same principles that have provided them the happiness. That's what marriage is. It's a biblical institution. That's what having children is. It's a biblical institution. That's what being equal is. It's a biblical institution. God created us all in his image. It's what freedom is. It's a biblical institution. God's first three words to man, you are free. Look it up. You are free. Biblical institution. You are free to choose Christ. We won't force it on you. And you shouldn't try to force it on you. Christianity doesn't work when you force it on someone. You have to lead them to water you plant the seed Paul said if I plant the seed Christ grows let's plant seeds where we're at if you're in South Texas plant seeds of Christ there if you're in California I know there's hardly any water in California but plant seeds in California if you're in Florida, plant seeds in Florida. If you're in North Dakota, plant seeds in North Dakota. If you're in Washington, D.C., the capital of this country, essentially the capital of the world, you really need to plant seeds for Christ. That's how we get ourselves back in alignment with God and we can get our country back. We can get our people back. We can get our society back. We can stop looking at each other in such divisive ways. We can agree that a child in the womb is, is a child. It's obvious, isn't it? We can agree that marriage is a biblical institution. The two become one flesh because God says so. Not because I say so. Who am I? I'm here today, gone tomorrow. But God's word lasts forever. We are created in his image. That's why we're equal. There is no equality without God. Make him the cornerstone of your life. Make him the cornerstone of your family. Make him the cornerstone of your community. When we do that, friends, we get our lives back. We get our country back. 
we get some happiness back. If you like messages like this, if you support what we're trying to do, again, we don't ask for donations. We ask for your participation. Share this on your social media platform. Follow us on all the social media uh, pages and, and profiles, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Subscribe to this YouTube channel, the Good Morning Christian America YouTube channel. Subscribe to this Rumble channel, the Good Morning Christian America Rumble channel. Subscribe to this on all, all the whatever podcast platform, audio-only po podcast platform that you guys listen to. Find us. Subscribe to us. Tune in. Take the word of God out into the world. And let's win it back. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you next week on Monday as we continue in the gospel of Mark. Don't miss it. Until then, you guys stay on fire for Christ. Stay blessed. Good morning. Christian America.